0: I guess people that have never been depressed or down or discouraged or despondent or anything like that doesn't understand it when somebody else is. I have a couple of friends right now, especially in this horrible time we are in, that are going through an absolutely horrible, ridiculous, unbelievable bout of depression. I mean, really just down so low, I won't even give you some of the examples that they give for saying that. But you know, this is really something that most people experience to a certain extent. We all get discouraged when something doesn't go our way, or we all get a little bit down, when and especially a big down, when we have a loved one in the hospital, or somebody dies, or something to that extent. But how do you help a friend who is battling something that other people would love to be in their place. They would love to have their home, their family, their job, their situation, whatever it is. And the one that is discouraged and down and depressed says the same thing. I have no reason to be depressed. I have no reason to feel this way. I even feel more depressed because I do feel this way. I feel so ungrateful, I feel so selfish, and I feel, well, stop the feeling part first. I'm going to help you just with a couple of ways that you can deal with this, because I've been there, done that, and I threw away those t-shirts, let me tell you. It was when I was young and I was going through, I guess, my um, change into my youth, I mean, from youth into my new life. I was a young married woman. I had battled depression in high school, had even had three suicide attempts, for those of you that didn't hear that one. That's way back in my podcasts at the very beginning somewhere. I'm not proud of that at all, but I understand it more now. And that's why when somebody says to me, I just feel horrible because I feel depressed. Well, first, don't feel horrible. The first step is that you acknowledged it. And now you can get some help. And I'm not just talking chemical help, although sometimes it takes medical intervention. And don't feel guilty because your doctor puts you on something. You know, feeling discouraged, feeling down, it's just a its a fact of life we all go through it to some aspect, whether you're rich or poor or have everything or you don't or whether you have a truckload of money or you're dirt broke, it doesn't come with the territory. In other words, as my husband and I have traveled around literally the world, we have been in places where there were cardboard roofs or tin roofs, dirt floors, kids out playing in the dirt, even drinking from puddles of water because there's no fresh water, and yet you go to these families and you see them hugging and loving and grateful. And sometimes when we're on a missionary venture, these people are down on their knees with their children holding hands and praying and thanking God that they will have enough food for dinner expecting that somebody will stop by with something, as they always have. Now, discouragement alone can sap your energy, but when you add depression to it, you may not even feel like living. So I'm going to use this time as well as the next podcast to deal with this because I've seen so much of it. I'm going to center it on two of my real close friends. One feels and says that she has absolutely no reason to be depressed, and she doesn't want me to tell anybody that she is, and she doesn't want her family to know it, and she tries to hide it from her friends, and yet she's trying to deal with it. Now, the other one I'll just say right now what the disease is. It's Lyme disease, and she's had it for several, if not many years, long before I knew and met her. And Lyme disease not only zaps your strength and your energy and can take a toll on your body when you find yourself one morning able to get up and walk, and the next morning you can't even bring your feet over the side of the bed, literally, You are absolutely just paralyzed, and of course you're going to be discouraged or down in the midst of this, and this friend of mine is happily married. She has a loving, giving, wonderful husband who has been there with her through every step of this, but he doesn't know what to do to help her either, and that's sad and discouraging for him. So whatever the source of your discouragement, whether it's just been a temporary thing that happened, like another friend of mine whose parents both were killed in an automobile accident last year, or whether you have a child that is extremely sick that you don't know if they're going to make it, or if you've lost your job. There's lots of reasons, but I want you to particularly listen to me because Dr. Peppers has a little advice here, and part of it is what I learned to do when I went through it, and part of it is what my friends are telling me they do, and part of it is just good old common sense. Number one, and this is what the experts say, and there's a lot of scientific research to back this up. Do not rush the process. Do not say, all right, tomorrow when I wake up, I am not going to be discouraged, down, or depressed. I am not. No, there's a process. I love to tell a little story that you've probably heard me tell too about when the caterpillar has just been formed in the little space, the little cocoon where the worm was. And there's a little boy who finds this. And he can shake it and hear there's something bigger in there. And he's peeking in with a little pinhole he makes. And he sees the beautiful monarch butterfly, the wings outstretched. And he thinks, I'm going to help this beautiful monarch monarch butterfly out of this cocoon. And so he does real slowly. He just starts chipping away and chipping away and making a little circle until he can take that part of the cocoon out. And let the little monarch butterfly stretch its one wing and then come through that hole and stretch its other wing. And he's got this monarch sitting there on his finger and he's waiting for it to take off and it doesn't. So he flickers it up into the air and splat down onto the ground. The butterfly falls because it can't fly. And maybe you've heard this story, but it makes a lot of sense. I hadn't heard it until I was an adult. The process of the stretching of these wings from the inside against the cocoon until the wings are strong enough to break it open itself, that's how they gain their strength. That's how they learn to use their wings and to fly. And this little boy had all good intentions in helping the little butterfly out, but he thwarted its growth and its ability to fly because he didn't let it go through the process in the slower pace that it should have. Now, as a former teacher, retired and taught grades four through university, actually, in the master's program. So I had anywhere from ages 9 to 90. I know that there are parents, good parents with good intentions, and my sweet 95-year-old mom is listening to this. So I love you, Mom, and I know your intentions and your love were pure and beautiful. But sometimes parents help their kids out too much. They don't want them to hurt. They don't want them to strain their little wings. They want to help them get out of that little cocoon and to be better. And so they become the hovering, what many teachers call the helicopter parents that are hovering over their children at school. And they have to have space, mom and dad. They have to have some room to grow to spread those wings to fly. And so number one to help you in this discouragement and getting down is to just let the process go slowly the way that it should. Next podcast, I'm going to give you a couple of things to do during that time. But for right now, the first one after this is what we hear in the old cliche, let go, let God, let go and let God. If you think about it, if you've ever done it, if you have no other option, then it's true. It does work. Let go and let God. Father God, I pray right now for the one that is listening that may be down and out, that may be discouraged or depressed, one who's maybe going through a divorce. There's a lot of Ds we could bring in here. But there's one thing I know, God, that you are not the source of all of this contention. You are not the source of the pain and the agony and the mental anguish. You are not the source of the things that are bad and hurtful. All things good come from you, and you are waiting for your children, whether it's during this time or during a time of true joy and happiness. You're waiting for us to come back to you, to truly let go of whatever it is we're holding on to, and let you become the one who changes our situation, changes our moods, changes our very desires, and certainly you change our destiny. As you tell in Jeremiah 29 11, I know the plans I have for you. Plans not to harm you, but to bless you, to give you a future and a hope. And God is the encourager. And tell him what you're feeling. If you're going to tell anybody, tell God. Let him know. If you're mad at him, let him know. He'll help you in that situation. If you're just angry with yourself, let him comfort you. If you've been through something very tragic, let him be the one who puts his arms around you and rocks you as a mother or father would and gets you through this time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Run to God. Go to that word of his, that Bible that's up on your shelf, that old dusty thing sitting up there. Go to the 100th Psalm. Go to the 23rd Psalm. Go to John 3. Go to Romans 8. Go to Philippians 4. Each one of those will bless you, comfort you, lead you, and guide you, I promise. Until next time, when I give you some more ideas on getting through this time of being down during this COVID crisis, I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.